17 past seven, uh, new research this morning into the effect of COVID lockdowns on kids. They're calling it silent disengagement, basically young people withdrawing from the world. The Graham Dingle Foundation did the work and Julie Moore is from the Graham Dingle Foundation. Julie, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. What's the line as to who's engaged and who isn't? How do you measure that? Um, well, in this case, it's young people who um, are just not socialising, um, not going out with their peers, have stopped enjoying activities that they once enjoyed. Um, they start, the, the line is really when um, you get parents who are concerned that the young people just aren't going out anymore. And, and, um, and this was a big spike because of COVID. Did you break it down, ages, genders, rural, urban, any of that? Um, no, we didn't. Um, it was actually, we didn't go out looking for engagement. We went out just to assess the success of our programs and talk to the young people and their parents and the people who delivered the programs. And it was their story that came through on disengagement. So it was for two of our programs that were in the community that we looked at. And um, every one of the young people we talked to had similar stories. Is there hope that they re-engage? I mean, we can all understand, I guess, those who did disengage uh, did so for fairly obvious reasons. Now that by and large COVID's over, do we re-engage and hope they do? We found that this existed before COVID as well. So this has been a worldwide problem for some time and a New Zealand problem. And it existed before COVID came along. COVID, of course, is obviously going to exacerbate the problem. Um, so they're not going to automatically re-engage. This is something that young people need help to do. Do you look uh, into whether to it's, it's a wider family type thing? In other words, if they come from, a, I don't know, dysfunctional family, unusual family, whatever, there's a connection there as opposed no. to a wider societal thing? You know, no, it's actually quite the opposite with these young people. If they're silently disengaging, they're usually from really good families. They have strong connections with their families. They also have really good character. Um, the thing is when they become socially anxious and they no longer want, they want to sort of retreat and withdraw and go more into their bedroom, um, it's, they don't get into trouble because they've got this great family background and these values supporting yeah. them. See, the, the tricky thing with that is when they go into the bedroom, is that a phase? Or is it a problem? And that's the that, that's the hard point, isn't it? Yeah, it can be a phase. But I think if they're in their bedroom for two years, I yeah. think if they're not making a successful transition from school into work, employment, training, um, if they tr- sometimes they try and then the first obstacle, um, they retreat back again because they're so anxious and they believe themselves that they are there's something wrong with them. That's the difference. So some young people might just be shy. You know, they might take that first step, then they gain their confidence. But for some of these, for these young people, there's too many obstacles for them to overcome. And they actually do need help and support to start believing in themselves, uh, start believing that they can succeed, that they can get along with people, they can fit in. And with that, that help and support, then they're going to just spend longer in the bedroom. And a small proportion of them will actually stay disengaged yeah. for their Great whole life. Great insight, Julie. Appreciate it very much. Julie Moore out of the um, the Graham Dingle Foundation.